Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another piece of advice. Uh, my name is Lockie Guazzoli, and I'm glad you're here to learn and grow with me. Again, that rhymed. I'm too good. Um, how you going? Hope you have a good day. Um, today's piece of advice is about a weekend like workshop I attended actually like, last year in uh, 2022. It was run by Batiers, like a mental health organization in Australia, and it's encouraging people to speak up. And like the whole thing is addressing the elephant in the room and that's like you know, mental health and obviously how that's been taboo in recent times. Um, so yeah, they're, they're a pretty cool organization. I remember seeing an advertisement for them posted on Instagram and this being heard workshop, which um, I thought was a great opportunity to, you know, learn something new and upskill and potentially work for them. Um, what I didn't consider is that like it would be a, a chance for me to really share more of my story than I had before and really dig much deeper within myself, which was again, confronting, scary, and, and very, very rewarding. If you've been following me for some time, I've kind of thrown a lot in terms of my story out there. And there's even more that I haven't even shared with people. And this was a chance to even do that. And I'm going to share kind of what I shared um, the extra stuff I shared and I'll share that with you guys, but also about how the workshop went and just how much I recommend it for you to do, no matter what your, um, what stage you are in your you know recovery or just in life. I just recommend this so much to, to really come to peace with the past and, um, and in order to really move forward. So I guess the general theme I want to want you to take from this episode is just the power of opening up and facing your fears. I cannot recommend that enough. Like on my blog and on my website, like I finish my, my blog story with, you know, be open to the world and it will open up to you. And I think that this weekend, like with Batir really resonates with that message. So be open to the world and it will open up to you. I'm telling you, it's a, um, I don't just talk just to talk. Like I come on here to actually give a good message. So I'm telling you, got to open up. Um, not easy. And I'll dive into a bit of that. And I guess the workshops themselves, they revolved around, you know, the Batir, the um, organizers, like the storytellers, they provide some information about what Batir is, what they do. And, you know, those organizers would share their stories and they give us, um, you know, the attendees a chance to meet each other and briefly share our stories, you know, why we come. Um, and they provided some really like interesting information about how to tell your story and to do so safely. And one thing I really I picked up on was, you know, when mentioning suicide, we don't want to say uh, commit because that's kind of reminiscent of when suicide was looked at as like a, a mortal sin, right? And also the framing of, uh, successful or unsuccessful suicide is, you know, not, uh, appropriate. It fr- kind of frames suicide as like an achievement. Um, it's not how we want to look at it like, but yeah, that's like a little something I picked up there. And then we got the chance to then start working on our stories and specifically cons- like condensing it down to around 10 minutes, which, well, like when you're trying to tell basically your life story, it's pretty tough to do. Like we all, we all did it and we all got there. I was really proud of myself for doing so. And all the other people who joined in, it was a really beautiful experience. And I won't mention any of their names, but obviously like these people 
had amazing stories to share from all different backgrounds and perspectives and things that I took for granted and then didn't really consider. And then there's things that they didn't really consider from my uh, situation as well. And that was a beautiful thing to, to really understand. Um, and like they just had a lot of inspiring um, resilience to see from their stories to really see and hear them was, was a privilege. Um, and like I mentioned earlier this weekend, I got to share more of my story than I had before and dig, dig deeper within myself. It was very confronting, scary, but it was incredibly rewarding. So I feel it's appropriate to actually share with you what the other things I shared about myself during that weekend, stuff that I haven't really um, shared on Path to Peace before. And I think it's important. Always keep in touch with yourself and, and when you do feel comfortable sharing things, like chuck it out there and see how it feels. And yeah, first thing I, I mentioned that I hadn't really mentioned before was pornography. I am um, the impact that it's had on me over the years, like starting it at a young age because all your mates are getting on it. And then there was that peer pressure of like, why aren't you, oh, you haven't even watched it yet. That type of mentality. Um, but man, like the impact it's had on me is not being good um and i definitely regret ever you know getting involved with it um and it sucks because it is so accessible and even just on your safe in quotation marks uh social media sites it's everywhere like even soft porn is available everywhere so it's a really hard thing to avoid um but yeah mood swings and its influence on my view initial view of relationships Thankfully, that's been repaired over time. And overall, just how deteriorating it is to be entranced by is 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 horrible. Like if anyone listening has been through this before with pornography, like you know how tough it is to beat once you've started. It's just like any addiction where it's a learnt habit, right? It's just any other habit that you've developed and this habit has given you some sort of chemical reward, some sort of response. And... So it becomes a bit an addiction because it has for a long time been a source of pleasure for your mind and body. And you keep going back to that because you do need that to relieve yourself sometimes. And in future part of the piece videos, I will, uh, you know, talk more about pornography because I think it's really so pervasive and destructive, but I think I want to prepare something, you know, really well done to talk about it because it is everywhere. Like I said, it's pervasive, it's destructive, and it's it's really tough to avoid. Um, another thing I opened up about, which I haven't really opened up about much, much before, but um, my sexuality. And while I don't feel a need to define it, you know, ever, um, over the years I felt conflicted about it and going to an old boys' school and, having, um, I guess, by curious thoughts, you know, having affection for women, but also having certain affections, um, well, having affection for girls, because I was obviously in high school, and then having an affection for boys as well. And I did feel very conflicted at that time. It caused a lot of unnecessary turmoil inside. But I mean, I'm in a good place with it now. And I have a girlfriend who is great to talk about it, you know, but when you're growing up, especially in an all boys school in high school, it's hard to know what is true, especially when you observe what's around you and you feel scared to stand out and be different. 
you hear people saying, using the word gay as an insult um, and immediately disregarding someone or dismissing someone or laughing or like snickering when there's ever a mention of them being different or gay, whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, that's something I'll, I'll touch on on later videos as well. I think it's really important to, to reach out and talk about. Um, but yeah, last thing I shared, um, I think this is the most important one because we all do it was this, well, pretending, basically pretending, refusing to accept mistakes and things that didn't go my way. And so I pretended to, I, pre I pretended in terms of, I made up stories in my head to protect myself. And I guess it goes back to the mind always striving to protect you and that's a defense mechanism, defense mechanism that your mind enacts. And that's great. It's trying to keep you safe. But, man, I just couldn't face reality and live in the present because I was always deflecting and ruminating on the past and scared of the future where I inevitably will still be living in the same fake made-up world I created in my head. Pretending is... A really dark path to go down if you if you find yourself doing it you got to start bringing yourself back to the present moment because the more you pretend the more you start to resent your life right now and that's a dangerous path to go down um for instance like when it came to afl my childhood dream like i pretended as if um i made stories in my head as if i had made the league and everything was great or like i was injured and so making the league was essentially or out of my control. It wasn't to do with my ability. I just oh, got injured, you know? So I would make these stories up in my head and pretend as if everything was great and I achieved everything I wanted to. Um, but that's just, just wasn't the case. Right. And you got to move on all these, all this like kind of mental gymnastics to distract myself from the reality of failure and mistakes which is a human thing, um, but it really distracted me from the only truth of life in that life goes on. And that was a really hard thing to accept. I remember breaking down talking about pornography, but I broke down even more talking about um, pretending and what sort of impact that's had on me without even realizing it. You do it because you're like, oh, yeah, this keeps me safe and I feel good. Um, but it's really pushing you much deeper into a hole and you're digging a hole that you don't even know you're doing. Um, but, yeah, man, um, at the end of the workshop, <laughs> they gave us a chance to you know, provide uh, feedback to one another. And it was actually really, like, heartwarming to hear people's support and how connected to my story they felt and, I'm actually going to share a couple of them and I don't have like names of people who shared them, but we wrote them down like a piece of paper. Um, man, one of them was uh, shows your positive and energetic outlook on life. You're straight to the point with your struggles and what you went through, um, which creates vulnerability. Great discussion about failure and experiencing that. Um, that's why I think it really is important because you see how other people connect with it as well. Um, particularly I even talked about my car crash that I had when I was like 17 and that kind of how it shook me up. Um, 
And yeah, lastly, there are so many gems in your story. That was really nice. Thank you to that person. Um, you know, your conversation style helps you be approachable and understand that you are easy to relate to. Um, breaking through the stigma, which is very appreciated. Um, thank you for your ability to be vulnerable and willingness to share your experience. You hold space for others so well, and I'm so proud of your growth and perseverance. So that's very nice. Um, and awesome intro, you know, setting the scene of who you are so well. And that was a really cool thing, actually. If you are interested in storytelling, they do kind of talk to you how to set the scene and really give people an idea about yourself. Um, good on you for bringing up addictive behaviors and why you use it. Um, very vulnerable and authentic on talking about the parts of or parts in your head, what's going on. Um, <laughs> one of them said the sexuality chat, absolutely fucking amazing. Uh, good on you. And that was really, that's really nice to hear, especially because younger me would not have even known that I'd said a lot of these things. Um, Love the part how you deal with loss of purpose and can't meet expectation. We are always told to have dreams, but we also need to hear how to recover when we can't achieve what we want. Uh, love how you embrace yourself. All these are highly related to young people, um, including all these relating things, particularly porn, and that is like a validating experience for young people to see. Um, Man, like there's a, there's a bunch here and I won't go through every single one, but I think you get my point and I'm not including this stuff for me to brag about what they're saying. Like, oh, look at me. Um, once again, this is for you. This is for you to see the power of opening up and what you start to realize about yourself when you open up and then how you can impact other people in like a life-changing way. I'm telling you, everyone has an amazing story to tell. It doesn't matter how crazy or traumatic you think it is as long as it's relatable it is powerful it has a place in someone's ears right um so overall man i can't recommend this workshop enough even if you're not planning to share your story elsewhere you know you you just want a safe space to share your story and connect with other people in a safe supportive space do it i'm telling you i can't recommend it enough I'm still connected with those from the workshop on Instagram and here and there we kind of cheer each other on um, because we know from sharing our stories with each other, you know, what we have all been through and what he has, what he has taken for us to be here right now and be happy and to be appreciating life right now. Um, I think people think that addressing trauma and addressing the past is kind of moving backwards. Um, but I disagree. I think it's simply the only way to move forward. Unless you address the, the challenges of the past, those same challenges will multiply in the future because you haven't accepted that they are no longer in your control. You don't have a defense mechanism for them um, that is healthy because you haven't accepted them as, you know, challenges of the past. Um, you haven't accepted that you know, while they may come with shame and guilt, the only thing that you can really control is the present moment. Those things in the past are no longer in your control. They have just things that, things that have just happened. Now, not to take away from them, 
they always will be, I guess, a part of you and an impact on you. Um, but they, I guess, are no longer in your control. And I hope that's a bit comforting for you to know. Um, and just keep working on it, you know. Um, you'll get to a place where you find your own re- meaning and find your own understanding from it. Um, so my challenge is for you to share your story, whether it be at this Batir workshop or with a friend or on Path to Peace or in a journal. Please find a way to be honest and vulnerable about the past. If there are things in the past that you really haven't addressed or you're not comfortable with, um, obviously reach out to a friend. I'm always here to talk to anyone. I don't need to um, put it on an interview or put it on my YouTube channel. I'm just simply here to talk. And there are so many people who love and support you. I love you. Doesn't I don't know who you are. I'm sure I do know who you are if you're listening, but I love you because you're coming on here and you're trying to make yourself a better person and you're helping yourself in a variety of ways and you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable. So please do that. Find a way to be vulnerable about the, part, about the past and things that you've been through. It can be one of the best things you ever do for yourself. So yeah, wow. Thank you for listening. Um, I love you for listening in. I appreciate it, really. Whoever you are listening in and you trying to learn and grow with me, um, thank you. I appreciate you. And open up. Find a way to tell your story. Be honest. In whatever way feels right for you. It can be one of the best things you ever do. So I'll see you in the next one and have a good one.